Are you ready? Four. Oh, so, the episode we're doing. Uh, GML. Mm. Yeah. Good? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Mm. Okay. I know nothing about what happened this weekend. All right. I'm going to tell you. Problem Let's solved. It. Let's do it. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know except debates. Uh, Mr. Um, Nate. I've never lost a debate, Charlie. You don't participate in a debate, Nate. We don't know that for sure. I can just say truthfully that I've never lost one. Did you like that bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the rhyme that you did. Mm. Yeah. That was a bar. That was good. It that was. was a good job. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of trying to get Nate to debate Amanda, which we still have not done. Charlie or did. anyone, for that matter. Or anyone. If anyone wants to debate me, I'm sorry. It's probably <laughs> not going to happen. We just did an, ar- an article, an episode, with Amanda, our good friend from the live group, Amanda... Griffiths at Ajax the Griff on Twitter will be releasing that sometime for sure. But not all of it. Some of it's only going to go to our private Discord server. And so if you want to listen to the juicy, juicy part of that episode where we debate some very hot button topical issues from around mid-2020. And Amanda says some questionable things. Uh, I'm questioning her libertarianism, honestly, at this point, for sure. Uh, Then you can go to joindemail.com, join the Discord, and you'll be able to listen to that. Um, Charlie said he had no idea what happened over the weekend. I know. I really didn't. Other than the Cowboys losing, Mm. which we knew was going to happen. We already knew that that was going to happen. Are you sad, depressed, or are you just... Now we have to wait until September, basically. I will say during the game, I got a little emotional Mm. because I thought that they still might have a chance to pull off a miracle, even though they would definitely lose in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, the the, winner gets to lose to the Eagles. Yeah. So I thought, you know, during the game, I was a little emotional, like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Why didn't you do this? But after it was over, I was like, to be expected. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned, you know, the older you get in life, here's a little life advice tip for all you youngins out there. The the more you can, re, like, reduce your own expectations of other things that are outside your control, the better off you'll be in life. You just, you know, you just take all of your expect, expectations down to nothing, and then you can live a more peaceful, happier, fulfilling life. Like ahead. a mostly peaceful life? Yeah. Oh. Kind of like the the riots this weekend. Like people down in Atlanta mm-hmm. living a mostly peaceful life. Mostly okay. peaceful. I like that. I yeah. also, your idea about not having expectations about things that you can't control, I also have that with things that I can control. So I'm in even more peace, mm. uh, even more mostly of the time, because I don't expect anything to ever go well. So problem solved. You, need, it, a, you need some hope. Mm-mm. Yes, no. you do. No, I don't care what Obama said. You need some hope, you know. They, there's this weird thing in psychology where it's like, well, they've proven this, like that 
you are happiest when you're chasing a goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then once you reach that goal, it's like you don't really get the same satisfaction as you did whenever you were the anticipatory chase. True. You know? So you need that little bit of hope there. What I'm saying is you got to you got to just tamper down those expectations. This could work in your relationships, your friendships. It can work with uh, business. It can work with all kinds of things. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't still have that goal. You still got to have that hope, you know, but you just, your expectations of that. Like, I still hope the Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl in the next, let's say, my lifetime. Before you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't expect them Which, to. Which, if you're going to die between now and the next season, uh, that dream might already be dashed, <laughs> for all we know. Yeah. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning, every, everyone. All right, join gmail.com. That's what we're trying to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. There's still hope, says Charlie. Uh, that's incorrect, says me. Okay. we. Uh, this is the debate. <laughs> this is our debate. This is the debate right here. Here we go. Yeah. Whether or not you should have hope for the future. Yeah. Optimism versus pessimism. Huh. We'll have to get real deep on that debate. If we're going to, Charlie and I are supposed to debate each other at the Tennessee Libertarian Convention, Libertarian, whatever they call it, the state convention. You know what we could debate? What's that? Something that we kind of slightly disagree on. What's that? Truth. Truth. (laughs) Whether you always, like the truth always has to be out there, or if sometimes you don't. Is truth subjective is what you're trying to convince yourself could be the case it's, right now. It's already starting. Yeah, but I'm telling you objectively, you're wrong about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, there are some terrible things that happened over the weekend. A couple funny things that happened over the weekend. Uh, in true Nate fashion, we'll start with the terrible ones. The first thing that was terrible was there was a mass shooting in California. Which is terrible. It is. It turns out I just, I just read that there are now 11 people that have died from that. Mm. Uh, so the original numbers were 10 that had died and 10 that were injured. I don't know if that means now there's 11 that have died, nine injured, whatever it was, uh, too many. The numbers are too high on that. We need to get those down uh, for sure. I like when zero people die. Yeah, I'm uh, more of a fan yeah. of that whole thing. Uh, so this happened in California and it happened during the Lunar New Year celebration in Monterey Park. All right. The uh, the suspect also tried to enter another studio where people were also celebrating. Uh, less people. He tried to go in, and the door guy, twenty six year old dude that takes tickets at the door. I think he was twenty three. I just read twenty six somewhere, but maybe it is twenty three. Hmm. Whatever it is, a young dude uh, wrestled the gun away from him and probably saved a lot of people's lives. So. Uh, good on that guy for not uh, running like I would have or cowering in a corner or whatever it is. I'm not joking right now. I be I honestly believe that would be my natural reaction in that situation. Mm. But I guess I'll never know, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but his natural reaction when the gun was pointed at him was to grab the gun and take it away from the guy. Now, these are just the facts right now. Okay, this mm-hmm. is all we know. Most of you are probably thinking out there, that this was some type of scary assault rifle, AR-15, military-style, um, you know, scary-looking mm-hmm. weapon, which is well, what we've learned is some mass shootings include those. Uh, that was not the case. This was a scary 
magazine-fed semi-automatic assault pistol. Yeah. Now they're brand new on the market. That because everyone's upset about AR-15s, now the criminals are moving mm-hmm. to the assault scary semi-automatic. It's the well, they don't want to get painted in a bad light, so they don't want to be using AR-15s. Yep. They're they're skipping over the more uh, friendly uh, public relations mm-hmm. uh, weapons, yep. which are the uh, the assault pistols. Yes, which is a thing. Now, it was my fault for putting that in that order. That's not the order I put the slides. Um, I put that there. Magazine fed, semi-automatic mm-hmm. assault pistol is the thing. Before we got on to the assault pistol, it, by the way, it was AR-15s like normal. Of course, everyone's talking about AR-15s. Nina Turner, she tweeted saying that no one uses an AR-15 for hunting. They're only used for, I'm like, this you don't know This is before it came out that it was a pistol. <laughs> yeah, people are uh, like normal talking about mm-hmm. assault weapons bans and all that. And then, of course, the other normal thing. Oh, first, I wanted to tell you about J.B. Pritzker. Puts down the sandwich and tweets, as families and friends, I, I cannot talk about them without making a, a horrible joke. I don't know why. It's so subtle. That's what makes the joke so good. Because I guarantee you 97% of the people who listen to this podcast that agree agree with climate change are not going to pick that up what you just said. They're just not. Well, they will now because we made a big deal about it, I guess. As families and friends wake up this morning to celebrate the Lunar New Year, they are instead learning about the mass shooting in Monterey Park. My prayers are with the loved ones of those lost in this heinous act of gun violence. Now, that's a that's a great thing to tweet. I mean, he didn't say is right wing MAGA hat wearing crazy people. He said, hey, thoughts and prayers. For the gun violence people victims, and, the, and, the, and rightfully so, you know? I agree with him. I just, you know, I just, I went through his Twitter. I just went through his Twitter, and I didn't see him posting the article about how there were 30 people shot in Chicago this very weekend, and seven of them dying fatally over the weekend. I didn't see him tweet about it one single time. That's almost as many deaths, but more people injured. Mm-hmm. Oh, they must not have had, they already banned assault pistols. Mm-hmm. In uh, in Chicago, that's the uh, that's the thing, and so that was the biggest problem. But uh, from I can never say his name. I think it's Chink. I don't think it's Chink. I think it's Jank. I don't know. Someone tell me how to say C E N K. How do you pronounce the guy's name? Let me. <laughs> Dan says Chunk. Chink. Okay, is it Chink? I just want to. I just want to make sure because I don't know how to pronounce that. Steve. Okay, Big Gus says Steve. I think he's right about that. Uh, He says, that the Young Turks dude says, my wife used to work at Monterey Park where the mass shooting took place. So he's an expert on the issue. No one is safe. Republicans are constantly spreading fear about, now that is funny. Tim Poole pointed this out. I saw on Twitter. He says, no one is safe. Republicans are constantly spreading fear. After he just said, no one is safe. That sounds fearful. Republicans are constantly spreading fear about immigrants, crime, and drag queens. But the number one thing that makes us and our children unsafe is their favorite thing in the world, guns. Uh, From Lacey Bannis, I looked her up. She's a writer for several different places. You want to do that one? The honors on that, Chuck. She said, my heart is breaking over this Monterey Park shooting. It's one of the most AAPI populated cities in the U.S., 
I believe that's Asia and Pacific Islanders. Asian American Pacific Islanders. Mm. Mm. And this occurred on the eve of Lunar New Year. These are her words, not mine. She continues on here. Fuck Trump and the right for instigating this rise. You would never say Trump. Asian hate. Fuck your guns. This has to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-Asian hate. Strong words. This is Trump and anti-Asian hate, of course. Mm -hmm. We know that. We can continue to uh, Estar, Estar, uh, sing. She says, what I want to say is happy Lunar New Year. Another mass shooting, Monterey Park. Still surprised? Siloed all this time? Our joy, our resistance. Never knew the safety you profess to miss. Can we please build coalition against white supremacy when your surprise is done? So it's, it's oh. white supremacy. White supremacy. Also a writer. She mm-hmm. writes for, uh, I mean, she's been published in, you know, a lot of like, New York Times and all that stuff. It's poetic, but I think I missed her, um, you know. White supremacy. Whatever you call that. Anti-Asian hate. Mm-hmm. The, and every, everyone knows this already where we're going with this, but there is a, there is a, just a little problem. There's a small problem. Well, actually, I don't know how tall he is. <laughs> uh, this guy... Who can Tran? Turns out is the uh, is a shooter. He's a uh, appears to be Asian. Used to be. Now he's just dead. He looks to be a AAPI. Yes, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, not that that matters whatsoever. Except it debunks. Yeah. All the previous like, tweets we just went over about white supremacy and Asian hate. And all this stuff. And and so the and the guy was 72. Good lord. He Oh god. You're not supposed to make jokes and stuff. I'll just move on. I was gonna make a joke about how patient he was, but he's seventy-two <laughs> years old. That's very old for a mass shooter. Yeah. So never give up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, continuing on from Shanna, uh, Shannon oh, Watts. So the point is, once this comes out, you get the, okay, yeah. not white supremacy, not anti-Asian hate, not Trump. Or I mean, the guy could have been a MAGA, whatever, mm. you know, self-hating, Asian kind of guy. We got to flip the script. Yes. Because we're like, oh, shoot, we're too early. We didn't get all the information. <laughs> so Shannon Watts was patient. She tweets. The Monterey Park shooter had multiple rounds of ammunition so that once his ammunition ran out, he reloaded. <laughs> it's the fucking guns. So not Asian hate, not Trump, not white supremacy. It's the fact that this guy ran out of ammunition. It's the fact that he had multiple rounds of ammunition. And he ran out of them. And then he was, he was like, oh, let me reload. Because that's what you do, by the way. That's We that's, should only be allowed to have one round of ammunition, each one of us. Just one single shot. That's it. We need, we need muskets. Just, that's it. One single. Can you still reload those, though, or you're not supposed to reload? I guess people have more time to run uh, away as you're reloading yeah. the musket. It's and the guns! I just like, she makes such a big deal about he had multiple rounds of ammunition. That, that means nothing. At, at all, I mean, pretty much every gun. 
You can have buy ammo for the gun. You got multiple. Ooh, there's a box of multiple rounds of ammunition right mm-hmm. there. Oh, I ran out. I reloaded it. If that's the problem, then we don't. We can't allow any guns. Any guns, except for. Uh, well, I guess if it's a reloadable gun. Well, we're going to talk about this, but this is. I mean, this is where they're going. Oh yeah, for sure. They're gonna. They're gonna work on it. And. Uh, and now we're on. And this the, is how they're going to do it. This was a dumb bleep not too long ago. Uh, this idea. I believe it was the San Jose Police Department. I think it was the first week of the year. They tweeted about this assault handgun that they had, and it had a little, like, banana clip. Oh, yeah, we we did just do that. Just a couple weeks ago, and we were making fun of them, calling it an assault handgun. And I I don't know what makes it an assault handgun. But the thing is, definitions don't matter. There is no objective truth, right, Charlie? So you can just call it whatever you want to call it. And apparently assault pistols. Now, magazine fed, semi-automatic assault pistol. If you just say assault pistol, I think that's kind of laughable. But for the for the layman who knows nothing about guns, if you then say magazine fed, semi-automatic assault pistol. Now that sounds extra dangerous. It's, it's literally probably I would I would estimate somewhere around ninety percent of the pistols that are available. Yeah, out there could be more. Yeah, the only but difference I mean, is a lot of revolvers. Do, but, right, you have revolvers. Yeah. That's the only thing that aren't magazine fed. Mm. Yeah, they they're revolvers. Um, and then I'm sure you have some single shot and some other things. I don't know of any like lever action or pump action pistols. <laughs> There might be. There might be. Just trying to pump action pistol. I don't really know. Um, But most pistols come with a magazine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means they are magazine fed. And most of them are. By the way, at least they're not saying clip. I'll give them that. (laughs) It's true. It's not a clip fed semi-automatic assault pistol. They're just adding as many buzzwords as you could possibly think of to make it the scariest environment imaginable. Mm -hmm. The scariest environment imaginable. That's all you had to say. Uh, and that's what they want you to know. A Chicago Tribune, all the, the talking points went out, by the way. They said, we got to go after the pistols. Uh, Chicago Tribune you guys said, jump the gun on this white supremacy <laughs> and Asian hate and Trump and all that. Hang on. Mm-mm. Wait till we get the narrative straight. This is what you're supposed to say. The weapon suspected to have been used was identified as a magazine-fed semi-automatic assault pistol. Now, do we, I mean, is it even right for us to identify weapons? Like, don't you have to ask the weapon itself? So that's from Chicago Tribune. Uh, this one was from New York Times. A 26-year-old coder. See, coding pays off. Yeah. That's who tackled the uh, the guy. Seriously, saved, saved well, some lives. This guy rested? He rested. Rested. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> he rested an assault pistol. He put the guy under arrest. That's yeah. what happened. An assault pistol from the gunman's hand preventing a greater tragedy. I'm hearing that in that headline in a different accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. I'm not going to, I can't no. tell you what I'm hearing. You hear it in a southern accent is <laughs> what you're talking a, about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, once again, semi-automatic assault pistol. You all get the idea. Daily Mail, one more time. Magazine-fed semi-automatic pistol. It wasn't an assault one, according to them. 
Oh, nope. Later on in the thing, assault pistol. That was too many. They didn't want to have too many words mm-hmm. in their headline. Daily Mail. They're super concerned about that. Charlie, what does this mean? What are they doing right now? They are creating fear around um, pistols because it, it's not going to be enough to go after assault rifles. They're going to have to get them all. Mm-hmm. They got to catch them all. As the ATF Pokemon. actually just banned um, braces, uh, pistol braces, or whatever they call it, whatever they call them, uh, oh, like really? last week, I think. Oh. It was a dumb bleep submission, but we had so many things that didn't make it in there. Uh, but whatever that I can't remember what it's called now because I'm not legit mm. when it comes to this stuff. Um, but like a brace that you can attach. It's a brace that you attach, yeah. yeah. So uh, they just banned that, I think, last week or the week before. Mm. Mm. Well, and that's what, yeah, it's just a, it's a got to catch them all scenario. It, it's, one, is, it's one little thing at a time. Like first it's uh, automatic weapons, you know, and we can. You know, because we make the argument that most deaths anyway are caused by pistols when it comes to handguns. Like mm-hmm. Most of those are suicides, but right. the other ones, un- mm-hmm. homicides. Now, and look, I tried to look up pictures from what this, what actual gun, I have no idea. Um, it does show an extended magazine that looks like it holds probably 20 instead of like most app magazines, or it could hold up to 50, I guess, if it's double, um, because most, most, of your pistols hold between eight to 10 rounds uh, in a magazine. Um, your Glocks can hold like 14 or 16. Maybe um, not in California. Because, I don't know what the rules are. Right. This um, was illegal regardless in extended California. Extended magazines, like the one, that's all I saw in the picture. Of course, like they have a full scale video, but they won't show it to you. Um, the only thing I could see was the the magazine sticking out at the end. And it looks like it could hold 30 maybe 50 rounds. I don't know exactly because I don't know what kind of gun it was, but I'm assuming it was something similar to, you know, a Glock, a nine millimeter Glock or Smith and Wesson nine millimeter, somewhere around that caliber is what it looked like just from the butt of the handle and the magazine. Now you can, all I could tell you can clearly get a lot. You can get more rounds off Let's say that you had a 30-round magazine versus three 10-round magazines. You can get the 30 rounds out of the 30-round magazine faster than you could the three 10 rounds, but not that much faster. We've done this on video before, actually. I'm not going to do it right now because I'd have to unload the gun that I don't own, but it's in the bottom of the lake. I used to keep it in my backpack, in the other room right over there. And, uh, we, you know, we've tested it before. How fast could I eject and reload if you were ready to go? And it's, it's like two seconds is what you're losing. If you're ready, like you've got, you've got the magazines. Well, that are two loaded. seconds. That's 2000 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a big difference. But if you're ready to go, you're not talking that big of a difference. Now it could be enough time to wrestle, maybe you stop the guy's arm and he can't reload it or something like that. I, I get it. But it's not that it's not that big of a difference. It just makes it look more scary. That's really all it is. Mm. Uh, and they're coming the, the point is they're normalizing uh, they're normalizing hatred or fear towards handguns now, like what Charlie was saying. It's not just your AR15 style. Uh, that weapon, your militarized weapon, whatever it is. Rifle. Rifle. 
they're now saying that some handguns are also too scary at the same time. And eventually that will lead to everyone just being able to have a revolver, but I'm sure that'll be too many. Uh, Maybe you're allowed to just have like a single shot little pew. Not even pew pew, just a pew. And then that's it. It'll be like an assault spinning. And that's only to opt yourself out of Medicare. (laughs) That's really it. Yeah, they'll come up with something scary for a revolver eventually too. mm -hmm. Yeah. They, it's, you think that they're going to stop here. Like, oh, no, it's just the assault, it's just the assault weapons. They don't yeah. say assault rifles. It's like an assault weapons ban. And then you start codifying uh, a, a handgun as an assault weapon. And so now you can come towards the handguns as well. Which is why definition and truth <clears throat> matters. <laughs> it does. When it comes to defining things. It does matter. Like, what do you mean by assault? What mm-hmm. makes it assault? Are you telling me that my... LC9 that I used to have in the room over there in that backpack cannot be used to wage an assault on the people next door? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I should have said that whole thing quieter a bit. <laughs> you know? But no, seriously. So what does it mean? Wait, what does it mean? Yeah. What, and they can't define it. They it's don't just, know. It's whatever looks scary. Mm-hmm. As Dan says here, something we've said before multiple times, murder... Is illegal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how you do it. Turns out they outlawed that in California. Yeah. Whether it's with a regular pistol, a single shot pistol, a revolver type of pistol, a semi-automatic mm-hmm. assault pistol. Any way you use those to murder someone else, it turns out that's it's not only frowned upon, it's against the law. <clears throat> that's true. So. so that's one thing that happened over the weekend. The other thing is this, uh, it's a largely mostly peaceful protest that turned into some small pockets of violence around the city. Careful of with that word. I, mm, violence. Yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's the right word. It's a slippery slope. I mean, really. things were on fire and stuff, but no one was in the car. Right. So that's not really violent, I guess mm-hmm. you we'll can't to, be violent against property. We'll have to see what that definition means later, you know, because <laughs> I just would be careful using the word violent when it comes to property burning. A protest broke down into momentary chaos and multiple arrests in downtown Atlanta on Saturday as a group of about 100 people marched to demonstrate against the police after an environmental activist was killed earlier this week. The activist, a forest defender who went by the name Tortuguita, I think, uh, was killed Wednesday Last Wednesday, as authorities disbanded a group of protesters that gathered around the site of a planned public safety training center that is that its opponents call Cop City. There was essentially an Atlanta autonomous zone that they had carved out around this area where they are supposed to be building this, what they call Cop City, which is a cop training area with a uh, mock city, all, all different types of training. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said Tortuguita was killed after shooting a state trooper in the abdomen, causing non-fatal injuries, but others have called for an independent investigation into the killing. GBI said the incident was not recorded on body cameras. That's a problem. Some protesters who marched on Saturday carried banners that read, you can't kill us all. Justice for Tortuguita, did those people know that they don't have AR, AR-15s or F-15s? Either one of them. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the government can do whatever they want. Says Biden. Yeah, there's nothing they can do. And also, trees give life, police take it. Yeah. 
So there, there you go. In fact, we have some uh, some informational Which videos. Is why about we the can't area. abort fetuses from trees? That's true. Trees, That's uh, one of the life. many uh, one of the many rules. Let me tell you about this cop city. Uh, well, someone else is actually going to tell you why this is so terrible. Some of the things we might agree with as libertarians, where we don't like this uh, $90 million they're going to put into it, or we don't... going to turn into like 150 Yeah. We don't like these special uh, tactics that they're going to be training on in this area. Uh, you know, maybe not the best time to have the nuanced libertarian conversation about that, but this is what people are upset about right now. Atlanta is planning on building a $90 million training ground in the forest to practice urban warfare tactics. Activists are calling it Cop City and say it will harm black people in the environment. The facility would be a space where the police could practice tear gas, explosions, bomb testing, have a shooting range, practice high-speed chases. Like They're literally going to build a mock city of Atlanta to practice different urban warfare tactics. The purpose of this project is to be able to better surveil, better suppress. Um, okay, now at that point, I just want to stop and say, so at that point as libertarians, we're like, oh yeah, that is kind of scary, right? Like they're going to be able to have better urban warfare tactics and better surveillance and all that. And our, you know, libertarian principles start getting all kind of worked up about that. And the protesters are like, why don't we burn the real city down yeah. where they can build <laughs> this imaginary cop city? True, true. <laughs> They want them to do this without any practice, which seems really dangerous, <laughs> in my opinion. Let's uh, just make it a real life in the real city. But of course, this becomes a a, a racial injustice thing. Uh, they're actually doing this so they can better suppress and uh, you know harm the black people that are in Atlanta. And I'm not saying that they're entirely wrong about what the disproportionate outcome could be, but also I don't. It's so tough to not have that conversation right now about whether or not we think it's a good idea that they're doing this. Yeah. I guess we'll just talk about the riots instead. To be able to better surveil, better suppress, um, and better prevent liberation movements that directly address the exploitation that black and working class communities are feeling. Atlanta actually increased its police budget after Black Lives Matter protests and a movement to defund the police. More than 70% of Atlantans disapprove of Cop City. In 2021, Atlanta's population was almost 50% black. 20% of Atlantans live in poverty. The Atlanta police have always been antagonistic towards poor and working class people. They have been active agents of gentrification. Cop City is proposed to be built on land that included a slave plantation and a prison farm. The construction would cut down part of the South River Forest, which helps prevent flooding and protects against extreme heat. Activists against Cop City are occupying the forest, building barricades, and protesting against corporate sponsors to stop construction. Defund the police, abolish them, and invest in the things that actually keep us safe. We've been ramping up our efforts to get folks in the community trained on things like restorative justice, on medic trainings, on de-escalation tactics, disaster relief, all the things that we know actually keep us safe when we're in crisis. And so we don't need to call the police. Folks won't feel like they need to engage 911 that will have those skills in our community and can meet our own needs. Atlanta. There's Cop City. Okay. <clears throat> so that's what people are upset about. And they've had this uh, Atlanta 
Which I think you have every right to be upset about. I think they can be upset about that. Now, I feel like she's kind of making the decision on behalf of a lot of people, or some people are saying like, oh, we don't, we don't need the police to do this. Um, we don't feel the need to engage 911. We don't need to call the cops. Like, okay, well, this is a social good, right? This is a social program. What about all the other people that are involved? Have you, have you talked to everyone to see? It's a problem when you have these social yeah. social goods out there. Uh, so that's one of the big issues uh, that I have. Uh, it seems like they're making it, definitely they're going to use this to oppress and suppress liberation movements. And what they're basically talking about is they are learning urban warfare tactics to prevent more uh, BLM and Antifa riots in the future is is what she's alluding to from what I can tell. And here's just a little bit of what uh, I guess it looked like. Uh, Let's start off with, we'll just run through some simple videos here. Oh, yeah, smashing windows at Deloitte. Mm-hmm. That'll teach him. So we got rocks in the windows. Uh, let's see some more random stuff here. In addition, probably set an Atlanta police vehicle on fire. This is the main thing that you've seen. Uh, basically, you see a lot of different angles of this car on fire. So it's not as if the whole place was on fire. Okay. I would say Atlanta was mostly not on fire during this time. Uh, but got a cop car on fire. I mean, I <clears throat> saved a dumb bleep about this. Under one of the videos I saw... Uh, a person said, well, the people's tax money paid for that cop car, so if they want to burn it down, that's fine. I'm like, well, did you, hold, did you host a Democratic vote about that to make sure? I'm just saying. All right, so there's a cop car on fire. Uh, we got people getting arrested. They arrested a few people. We'll talk about who they arrested here in a minute. People are yelling, I can't breathe. Sounds familiar. I've heard that before. I don't know if crying wolf is going to be a good precedent to set for people. So you can hide it. So you can hide it. Make it quick so you can hide it. The majority of those cops. We all don't got it on video. <laughs> Just going to say that. Okay. So would you call that then like a Uncle Tom assault assault squad? Must have been. Or uh, I guess that's what it is. Uh, Working for the man, for sure. Uh, And then we, I guess we could cap it off with some with some pretty pretty dumb stuff uh, from CNN uh, and also Fox Five Atlanta. This little clip was pretty funny. So we do have a couple mostly peaceful moments. Uh, that we can go through. Well, and let's talk about a little bit of the nuance of this, which is, like, I don't even know if Cop City is a good idea. But regardless of that, like, if you think it's not a good idea, um, this is where voting takes place. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't you get new leadership in Atlanta 
that would not continue the project. Right. You're like, okay, you know, and, and you can protest that. I think you, I think you have every right to assemble a group together to say, educate people. This is not going to go well. What you don't have a right to do is set things on fire and throw rocks through businesses' windows and or just take over the area where they're going to be building the the cop city, and then when the police come there to move you out of the area, uh, act like they are aggressing on you. Yeah, because it's uh, apparently yours. Right, I guess. Yes. We'll hear from Ayn Rand on here it, in a like, few minutes. Look, there's nothing good about um, if it happened. You you usually don't get to shoot a police officer and then live. Mm-hmm. That's typically not how that works, by the way. Not going to talk now, to a I lot of people have done that. I don't know if this guy actually did uh, shoot the police officer, but that's what they're alleging. Um, I, I, there's and, a lot of theories about it, Chuck. I've seen all of them, that the cops just went in there and guns blazing, but I don't see why they would, is is my thing. Like, What benefit do the cops get out of going in there and, and shooting the guy? Just willy-nilly shooting the dude. And if they were going in guns blazing, why is there only one guy dead? Like, Yeah. Like, so, what do they get? What do they actually get yeah. from it? Why not just put cuffs on the guy and drag him out of there? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I guess I just don't see the benefit from the whole thing if they were to do that. You always want to look at who benefits in the, in the situation if you want to build a proper theory, a conspiracy theory about whatever it is. And I don't see the benefit from the cops. And look, I'm against police brutality. Like I'm against these the I'm I'm against violence in all sorts of ways. I'm against death. I don't like the guy that this guy I don't like the fact that this guy died. I don't like the fact that um a police officer got shot. I don't like the fact that anybody got shot. Mm-hmm. I don't like things being on fire. I just think this is a, a total you know wrong way of going about it in my opinion. Let's watch the uh, CNN clip. We'll talk about that uh this, this is where it becomes well, dangerous. I think that there's a real blurring of the lines in, in, in the use of the word violence. Is property destruction violence? Um, to some people, it certainly is. Um, but, uh, you know, th- this idea that breaking windows or, or, or other acts of property destruction are the same as uh, actual violence against humans uh, is, is, is it's kind of a dangerous and, and slippery concept. And uh, I mean, look, I don't think this is a, a smart move. Um, I don't think it's it's a, a productive move from from the standpoint of, of the protesters. Um, but as as even the chief himself said, this is a small group. Um, this this isn't this is also within. This defend the forest movement. Um, there are no leaders, so people go off and do their own things. That doesn't just make them justifiable, but I, I do think that you know you keep using these words violent, 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 um, and it, it gives the impression. I mean, the only violence that that or, or the only acts of, of violence against people that I saw were, were actually police tackling protesters. Yeah, let's redefine what violence means because that, mm-hmm. that's what's going to make it better. Yeah. No, there absolutely is violence against property, which does hurt human beings. You well, know? not if you have insurance, though. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we, so that's part of the problem from the, from the 2020 riots that we had was uh, largely uh, a lot of people just decided that it was okay for people to go out there and throw rocks through the glass and bang on the hood of the truck and and all kinds of stuff like that. 
you know, that was totally fine. Because people have insurance. Because they have insurance, of but course. Where does insurance get this money from? <laughs> people got to pay for the insurance. And I, I mean, on top of that, like, we're just talking about insurance now. Uh, I saw Biden last week was talking about how insurance companies, they just price gouge people in poor neighborhoods. There's no economic reason for insurance to be more expensive in, in, in poor neighborhoods. Like, yeah, there is. There definitely is. Yeah, you can have higher car theft rates. The That's risk it. goes way up. Just that. And this is another one of the things. You have higher insurance rates for whatever it is. So absolutely, personal property rights um, are very important to at least Charlie and I, not all libertarians, but at least Charlie and I. Uh, and and I do think that violating someone else's personal property is it's definitely a form of physical force and coercion against that person. It might not be the person themselves, but they are going to have to exert, use their own body to make up for it somehow. They're going to have to make more money, which they have to uh, work to, to do that. And so it's still violence against the person. It's still force against that person to, to destroy their property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you want to play the Ayn Rand thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, this is a very well-articulated argument uh, that they try to use uh, to distinguish the moral high ground, I would say. So in, um, I'm reading this book. I've told everyone about it. It's called The Return uh, to the Return to the Primitive, something like that. I can't remember what it is. Uh, it's a collection of works from Ayn Rand. This one is called The Cashing In, uh, The Student Debt Rebellion. And she's talking about the Berkeley rebels who honestly just seem a lot like uh, Antifa. It's the left protest, really, is what a lot mm-hmm. of it seems like. And so here's what she had to say about how they view force and violence and all that. Here she, well, actually, this is the person who's narrating the book. This is not Ayn Rand herself. The Berkeley rebels attempted to establish a special distinction between force and violence. Force, they claimed explicitly, is a proper form of social action, but violence is not. Their definition of the terms was as follows. Coercion, by means of a literal, physical contact, is violence and is reprehensible. Any other way of violating rights is merely force and is a legitimate, peaceful method of dealing with opponents. For instance, if the rebels occupy the administration building, that is force. If policemen drag them out, that is violence. If Savio seizes a microphone he has no right to use, that is force. If a policeman drags him away from it, that is violence. Consider the implications of that distinction as a rule of social conduct. If you come home one evening, find a stranger occupying your house, and throw him out bodily, he has merely committed a peaceful act of force. But you are guilty of violence, and you are to be punished. The theoretical purpose of that grotesque absurdity is to establish a moral inversion, to make the initiation of force moral and the resistance to force immoral, and thus to obliterate the right of self-defense. The immediate practical purpose is to foster the activities of the lowest political breed, the provocateurs who commit acts of force and place the blame on their victims. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's... It's out of the narcissistic <laughs> playbook. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We've gone over this analogy multiple times, but it's like you sit here and like I just poke Nate repeatedly, and I'm just I'm just provoking him, and he hauls off and smacks me, and then he becomes the I'm the aggressor. I'm the victim. Mm-hmm. 
the victim of this tragedy. <laughs> it's like you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And look, I'm I'm not saying that I don't understand frustrations, especially when you don't feel like you're in the wrong against police. And there's a lot of you know police brutality that is actually absolutely horrible. We played a video on Dumb Bleep, I think, on Friday of this police officer abusing his power, somebody flashing their lights, you know, that's just completely absurd and ridiculous. Um, and, the, you know, the if a police officer, you know, arrests you aggressively when there was no point to it, right, you weren't doing something to provoke the police officer to do that necessarily, um, then I disagree with all of that, right? I think that that, that is absurd. But then... If you're doing something technically, you know, illegal and you're refusing to move and an officer has to forcibly move you and then all of a sudden now you're the victim. It's like, well, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. At the foundation you know? of it. It's like, that- or I got arrested and I was, you know, resisting arrest after I just set somebody's car on fire, mm-hmm. which is which is illegal, by the way, and should be illegal. You know, it's like. Or I threw a rock through a window, you know, and some of the police are going to arrest me for that because that's illegal and it should be. It's not just the illegal part. It's, well, it's illegal because it's violating property rights, right. which we try to respect in the Now, I can have the, the nuanced conversation about civil dis- disobedience. Like if you get arrested for being out past curfew, you know, and we can talk about the legality of curfew. Should they be allowed to impose curfew, whatever? Is it civil disobedience to be out past curfew and be like, yeah, we're not going to comply with Wait, that? Wait, whose curfew are you talking about? When they impose curfews and stuff like like they did oh. for the, in the BLM, you know? Oh, oh, they I impose, got you. Yeah. Okay. The, oh, you mean if they impose a curfew during a riot and yeah. say you have to, oh, okay, I got you. I thought you just meant like like this weekend, like a government's like, hey, it's curfew, you can't go anywhere. I'm like, no, but yes, like, it's totally fine for you to oppose that. Right, right. <laughs> But but the whole thing about remaining peaceful is the the part you don't get to call yourself nonviolent and peaceful by setting things on fire and throwing rocks through people's property and destroying property. And it, the guy on CNN made the exact argument that Ayn Rand was arguing against. What he said was, "I haven't seen any actual physical acts of violence against people. The only people I saw commit that were the police." when they were arresting the protesters. Ayn Rand in 1965 said, well, if they take over a building, that's totally fine. But if the police arrest them, that's violence. Right. You know, and we have the exact same thing happening right now. And it all boils down to property rights. That's it. Personal property. Do you respect property rights? And can you defend property rights? That's, That's really all it is. Because when they aggress on the property rights, they don't take that as an aggression because this is all one problem. It's a lot of public property out there. Now, when you get into smashing the private businesses and all that, we don't like that. Unless, I guess, in case of people who don't like that they ask people to be vaccinated, you know, then they don't have any rights at all. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's it's almost four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. A lot of crazy stuff to cover that happened over the weekend. And we so. have two other things that we can't go through, but uh, more Biden documents, Biden documents part five. At this point, he's going to surpass the Twitter files. <laughs> and Trump. <laughs> and Trump. On a number of documents. Yeah, they're just spread out yeah. more. So they're, this one, some of these from all the way back when he was in the Senate. Oh, man. So uh, going back pretty far. How do you let that happen? Uh, it's irresponsible if you ask me. Yeah. I'm worried about security. 
Uh, and then the other thing we were going to just make, you know, I said there were bad things and they were funny things. The Biden thing is kind of a funny thing. Uh, but the uh, other funny thing were going to be the pictures of George Santos uh, doing drag shows that surfaced. And he actually has not denied them. He said, sue me for having a life. <laughs> this was his response. <laughs> now, how does the left navigate that one? It's well, it's how do I want to know how the right navigates that one yeah. too? Well, they already want him to resign anyway, so I guess they're now they really want him to resign. I think guess. he'll get impeached, or can the right say, Well, actually, you know, we think that if he believes that his mom died on 9 11, then that's totally fine, that's his truth. That's you know, of course, they could use this as a political weapon. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all that and more tomorrow, potentially, if we get a chance to get to it. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, and a foe. And then go to joingml.com for as little as six bucks a month. Be part of the live group. Get the special access to different episodes, live instances when we go live. We talk before the show, sometimes after the show. There's lots of perks. Joingml.com. And if you want to be a real libertarian, that's the place you got to go to. And thanks to the new real libertarians out there. We appreciate you. Joingml.com. Go check it out. Get your favorite merch at uh, godhatesfeds.com. Godhatesfeds.com. And um, then also Nate's Crash Course. Learn about the market. It was up today, then came back down, then up again. Up and down, up and down. Who knows what's going to happen? Nate'sCrashCourse.com to be uh, in the know. And if you do all of those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.